Hi, I'm Yulia and welcome to the Soothing Voices Podcast. Today's episode is from the book, The Art of Seduction, and the section I want to talk about is the coquette. So the last couple of weeks, I've noticed that a lot of people really liked Art of Seduction, The Siren, and so I decided, okay, let me do another archetype uh, to see, you know, what people think and how people receive it. So, um, just like I did with the, um, with the siren episode, I'm just going to read excerpts from the book and then just talk about what I think about them and what my thoughts are about them. So here is the first breakdown of the coquette. The ability to delay satisfaction is the unique art of seduction. While waiting, the victim is held in a thrall. Coquettes are the grandmasters of this game orchestrating a back-and-forth movement between hope and frustration. They bait with the promise of reward, the hope of physical pleasure, happiness, fame by association, power, all of which, however, provides elusive, yet this only makes their target pursue them more. Coquettes seem totally self-sufficient. They do not need you. They do not seem, they seem to say, and their narcissism proves devilishly attractive. You want to conquer them, but they hold the cards. So this is a really great breakdown of the coquette. Um, as you can see, the, the author, uh, Robert Greene, uses words like narcissism, like a very narcissistic person, um, because you get this very hot and cold association with the coquette. So it's very much about tapping into the ability to hold the movement and be able to control the movement, um, whatever it is, right? The power it says. And so um, that's a really important part of the coquette. So the next section, he says, the strategy of the coquette is never to offer total satisfaction, Imitate the altering heat and coldness of the coquette, and you will keep the seduced at their heels. So again, going back to that hot and cold um, mentality and being able to really move in between both spaces is a really great way to tap into the coquette archetype within yourself. So the next section According to popular concept, coquettes are consummate teases, experts at arousing desire through a provocative appearance or an alluring attitude. But the real essence of coquettes is in fact their ability to trap people emotionally and to keep their victims in their clutches long after the first tintillating of, tintillation of desire. This is a skill that puts them in the ranks of the most effective seducers. Their success may seem somewhat odd, since they're essentially cold and distant creatures. Should you ever get to know one well, you will sense his or her inner core of detachment and self-love. It may seem logical that once you become aware of this quality, you will see through the coquette's manipulations and lose interest. More often than not, we see the opposite. So again, going back to the beginning of <laughs> this whole conversation around the coquette, it is very much 
this very cold and distant kind of narcissistic, like, like he says, devilishly attractive part of the person. And so you're getting this very, you're getting kind of like, like the ocean in it, but the waves are hot and cold. They're very, there's high tide and low tide and you don't even know what you're going to get. Um, and so you have this, the waves are not consistent. They're not constant. You don't, you can't predict it, but it makes people connect to it and it makes people want it more and more and more. And so, um, I think the first time when I was talking about the siren, I talked about how I like learning about these types of strategies, even for marketing, for example, um, cause this isn't necessarily only for like romance or, consensual relationships it's also you can use this in marketing where you have you release products in a very hot and cold way whenever it is that you want and um, you create drops whenever it is that you want to create drops or you create videos whenever it is that you feel like it and so you create people are so connected to you that they're going to want to keep following you. They're wanting to connect because of how amazing your content is. Even though it's not consistent, it's not, it's not to, it's not a constant, um, you know, flow of content, but it is a great strategy for creating this very exclusive kind of mentality for, so people know. Um, and so I think that's why even in like seduction, the coquette really becomes such an allure for people because they can, because you want to connect, you want to hold them, but they just get away every time, right? It's like water, you, like you put your hands in the water and you try be like the ocean, right? You put your hands in the water and you can't, um, you know, you can't hold water, you have like even in a cup you know the water stops moving and so it's kind of like you just you just become very flowy and within that space you're able to really uh seduce people (laughs) so the next section um he talks about is it says to understand the particular power of the coquette you must first understand a critical property of love and desire The more obviously you pursue a person, the more likely you are to chase them away. Too much attention can be interesting for a while, but it soon grows cloying and finally becomes claustrophobic and frightening. It signals weakness and neediness, an unseductive combination. How uh, how often we make this mistake, thinking our persistent presence will reassure. But coquettes have an inherent understanding of this particular dynamic. Masters of selective withdrawal. They hint at coldness, absenting themselves at times to keep their victims off balance, surprised, and intrigued. Their withdrawals make them mysterious, and we build them up in our imaginations. Familiarity, on the other hand, undermines what we have built. A bout of distance engages the emotions further. Instead of making us angry or it makes us insecure, perhaps they don't really like us, perhaps we have lost their interest. Once our vanity is at stake, we succumb to the coquette just to prove we are still desirable. 
Remember, the essence of the coquette lies not in the tease and the temptation, but in the subsequent step back, the emotional withdrawal. That is the key to enslaving desire. So again, it's the same concept, right? Of like going back and forth and having, so it's not about the teasing parts within this archetype. It's really about the stepping back, the emotional withdrawal and being able to reset and having power again within that relationship dynamic. So again, hopefully it's consensual. (laughs) Yes, consensual. (laughs) Section three, for the narcissistic woman is not emotionally needy. She is self-sufficient. And this is surprisingly seductive. Self-esteem is critical in seduction. Your attitude toward yourself is read by others to be subtle um, in subtle and unconscious ways. Low self-esteem repels confidence and self-sufficiency attracts. The less you seem to need other people, the more likely others will draw be drawn to you. Understand the importance of this in all relationships and you will find your neediness easier to suppress. But do not confuse self-absorption with seductive narcissism. Talking endlessly about yourself is immensely anti-seductive, revealing not self-sufficiency, but insecurity. So going back to the, the all of the sections within this, um, the most important part about this is self-confidence and, um, and being able to be self-sufficient because emotional neediness from the seducer, um, from the one leading the energy exchange, um, it is really important to be very confident. And, um, and so it's kind of like playing chess. Like you can't, you have to move each piece with confidence because if you don't, if you move out of, you know, out of not being confident, then the other person can read that in your moves. And so it's, I'm still, I'm I'm not that great at chess. (laughs) It's delighting, but it's fun. Um, but yes. And so it's really important to be able to, um, not be self-absorbed, right? It's about being seductive and that's the key. So section four, Coquetry depends on developing a pattern to keep the other person off balance. The strategy is extremely effective. Experiencing a pleasure once, we yearn to repeat it. So the coquette gives us pleasure and then withdraws. The alternation of heat and cold is the most common pattern and has several variations. Coquettes are never jealous. That would undermine their image of fundamental self-sufficiency but they are masters at enticing jealousy by paying attention to a third party, creating a triangle of desire. They signal to the victim that they may not be that interested. This triangulation is extremely seductive in the social context as well as erotic ones. So creating a triangle effect, right? Triangulation, being able to kind of put your attention on other people um, so that the, I mean, he calls it the victim. I am, I'm gonna call it seduced, <laughs> the seduced. Um, they are feeling kind of ignored 
And then they start to feel jealousy because of this. And so that's the kind of dance, right? It's kind of like a three-way dance that you're having with the coquette, the seducer, I mean the seduced, and then the third party. And so that's a really great way to really rev up that coquetry within yourself. So the last section is the symbol, the shadow. It cannot be grasped. Chase your shadow and it will flee. Turn your back on it and it will follow you. It, it is also a person's dark side and the thing that makes them mysterious. After they have given us pleasure, the shadow of their withdrawal makes us yearn for their return, much as clouds make us yearn for the sun. So this is a really great metaphor for this, um, this archetype, the shadow. So it's about understanding your shadow and you can never grasp at your shadow. And so to be the, co- the coquette or the seducer, have to understand that mentality of being a shadow. But if you are the seduced or you are the victim of a coquette and it's not something that you want to experience, um, that's also, uh, as I'm reading this, I'm like, oh my gosh, this sounds like so toxic. <laughs> But um, it's about understanding like the dance, right? It's about this person has no substance. They are just a shadow. They're just their shadow of you. And so understanding that you can never grasp at them. You can never really like have, there's no substance there, right? And so like it said in the beginning of the conversation um, about, you know, they're very cold. And so it's important to really understand that it's a shadow. And so what you're, what you're quote unquote paying for, if it's in marketing or what you are, um, buying into as a person that's connecting with this type of person is about, is you're paying for the experience of the shadow versus, um, actually having, a, you know, a consistent, constant experience. So it's that hot and cold, the shadow changes, right? As the sun moves through the sky. And so it's never the same. And so it's having kind of those experiences and playing with that. Um, so I think this was a really fun, short <laughs> explanation on the coquette. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it. And And I'll try to make another one soon. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you want to be on my podcast and you have a soothing voice, an interesting voice, a nice voice, you can follow me on Instagram at soothingvoiceyg and we can talk.